Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Uh, it is uh, 25 after 2. That is your time, my family. The IEC will not be joining us here on the program today. Uh, certainly, we'll try and find time uh, throughout the other programs here on Radio Pulpit. Electoral education, very important. If you can, please do visit uh, the IEC website and find as much resources as possible, if not for yourself, certainly uh, for your children, teenage children who might be voting or uh, eligible to vote for the very first time it is election year and so we are very careful you know to disseminate as much information on this matter as possible now we're coming back to the word of god and we have been dealing with the issue of the wineskin decluttering the wineskin so the wine will not be contaminated and joining us right here on the line is the one and only renowned uh, the one and only only VTJ Masakona. Yay! <laughs> yes, this is the one. This is just our way of showing appreciation, you know. At least we can be ourselves and not be formal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, how are you, Aya? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing so, so, so well and so excited to be here. How has how the week been for you? No, absolutely wonderful. Actually, um, uh, January has been a really good month. Uh, January has been an amazing month, and I want to really give yeah. the glory. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, no, January has been a good month. Uh, today's Wednesday. It's home cell day in my church. I'm hoping I can show up today. I'm one of those members that need to be checked on every week. <laughs> <laughs> No, at least at least you know the kind of member you are. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. You know that part. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Fundisi, look, thirty-one days yes. of grace, man. Uh, thirty-one oh, yeah. days of grace. Uh, this year has been, it's been a great start to the year. Um, we cannot anticipate, you know, a year without challenges, and yet the Lord can still surprise us, you know, without challenges, yeah. you know, to go through the yeah. year. And so, uh, just a praise word and a, and and a, and a declaration of thanksgiving, Mfundisi, uh, for really what the Lord has done from your side. No, man. The scripture says to us, uh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. That's what mm. David writes in the book of Psalms. He does not say give thanks to the Lord because he has done miracles or give thanks to the Lord because he has answered your prayer on time or on your time, rather or give thanks to the Lord because you are seeing miracles all around you. Just give thanks to the Lord for His good. And as we, you know, offer a word of thanksgiving, a word of gratitude this afternoon, the biggest thing is to give thanks because of who God is, Mm. not necessarily because of what He has done. And may the Lord help you, you know, even as you started off the year. For some of us, maybe the year started off a bit difficult, a bit rough, a bit, you know, texting and all of that stuff. But let us give thanks that this texting is always, or at some point, somebody else's prayer request. Mm-hmm. That, Lord, I just want to get tired because of work. I'm not working. I just want to get tired because of this that I'm praying for. I desire to experience what this person is talking about. Mm-hmm. And let us be thankful to the Lord. He, he is good. He remains good. And his goodness is not result-oriented. It is 
nature it is his nature for him to be good mm. say, let me ask you a totally unrelated question to what we are going to talk about today which is back to the decluttering yeah. of the wine skin I mean, what are some of the traits uh, that are that are that are that are continuing to show up about where we are at um, as a church and where we are at as a body? Um, you know, whether it's good or bad, uh, but what are those yeah. traits that are starting to show up in this year? You know, just signaling uh, the state of the body and signaling where the body is in its intimacy with the Lord. I think one of the uh, greatest things I'm really realizing is the consistency of the body in committing uh, ourselves, you know, every single year, there is prayers left, right, and center. Mm. And the consciousness of knowing that we are committing our time and our year to the Lord for the season and the seasons to come, I think that's something that we can really raise our hand and say, well done to Mm. everybody that was, you know, taking the moment and the time to, to commit themselves in this journey. And secondly, I also believe that as we're seeing this, we're also seeing a very bold generation of believers that are consistently and constantly ready to to broadcast and bring forth the reality of Christ mm. on their social spaces, on their spaces where they have influence in. And I've seen quite a big rise in that, you know, people that are influential in their corporate mm. spaces or in their workspaces, really, really not being afraid to declare Christ and the reality of who he is. And I think that's something that we really need to stand boldly and say, kudos to everybody who is part of the body. And sadly, you know, a small thing to some people, but a very important big thing is we have seen, and personally in my circle, and I don't know if everyone else can agree with me, Mm. but I'm sure they should be able to agree with me. We have seen such public declarations of baptism multiplying and becoming so much more, you know, um, in this space. And people are not ashamed to declare how... Christ has transformed and changed their lives. Mm. And I think that is one of the greatest things that will always make us uh, become a relevant people, a relevant believer, a powerful believer in this generation, not being afraid to declare who Christ is in the masses, in the spaces, in the corporate spaces, whatever place I find myself in, mm. I am not going to declare. So I think we are seeing quite a multiplication and uh, you know, a capacity of commitment in not keeping Christ and the cross mm. the secret. Mm. This is amazing, um, Fundisi. You know, this morning um, I was meditating. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I was meditating yeah. on Revelation chapter 3, verse 2. Rouse yeah. yourselves and keep awake and strengthen and invigorate what remains and is yeah. on the point of dying. I think another version says strengthen what remains. Um, yeah. And I think if there was ever um, a word um, relevant to where we are at as a body, perhaps it would be that to you know to 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 say that. And I, and I thank you so much for helping me understand this scripture a little bit differently to what I thought it was this morning. That that dynamic still exists, but I think this dynamic is a dynamic where, as a body, we perhaps have a responsibility to start looking at our context from from the point of view of God's. Uh, saving grace rather than from the point of view of our uh, 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 our inability, you know, uh, to save ourselves because we can't, you know. So the saving grace of God then requires for me to see where I have come from and where God is taking me and not necessarily yeah. where I am stuck. Yeah, understand that because sometimes we yeah. tend to, to, to camp, you know, at where our weaknesses are, um, 
but the grace of God challenges me every day to move on from where I'm at to where God is taking me. And so strengthen the little that remains so that even that will not die. If there's any word, I think that word is, is absolutely most relevant to us. Uh, thank you for that, Mfundisi. Mfundisi, last wow. question, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Mfundisi, how do we deal with Gen Zs in the church? The Gen Zs that don't want to attend all night prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Gen Z's that want to, you know, I mean, oh, there's a certain, there's a certain type of worship. Um, yeah, there's a certain type of. So, 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 for example, I mean, I want to sing "Umna Liza Lisa We understand, yes. And then, um, and then, you know, the nineteen, twenty, twenty-three year old, you know, wants to sing. Your grace, and there's nothing wrong, you know. Uh, in yeah. Nebaya, you know, there's a certain sound and 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 yeah. way in which, you know, how do we manage these? Because today something very, I don't know, incredible clicked in my head. We are that generation that is possibly looking at the widest mix of generations operating effectively and yeah. actively at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the greatest things that really appears into my mind when you ask that question is the work that Paul did in the in the Gentiles mm. and then lives in Ephesus, in Corinth, uh, in Philippi, all of that work that he did planting the churches. And I think it was in Corinth, if I'm not uh, mistaken, when Paul gets there and he finds that um, this guy, is, it's either Corinth or Ephesus, mm. where he gets there and he finds that these guys were worshipping different gods. Mm. And, they, and they had one idol or one statue of a god, and they called him the unknown god. Mm. Mm. And when mm. Paul mm. gets into that region, the interesting thing is the wisdom he applied to present God to them. And he said to them, I see all the gods you've got, mm. but there's this one which you call the unknown god. That is the God I have become, I have come to make known sure, to you. Sure. And I want us to see that when we are, for lack of a better word, changing the method or the medium of presenting the gospel, we are not changing the gospel. Mm. We are being relevant in our presentation of the gospel. And I think if there's something that we need to pray for when it comes to Gen Z, uh, is to really pray for the wisdom to be relevant without losing the principle and the core of the reality of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I'll give an example. We, 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 when we talk about Gen Zs, and you look at the difference of the generations with the Gen Zs, that we have a generation that is way older that would sit in church and listen and take notes and study the Word and attend Bible study, you know, religiously and committedly so. But now we've got a Gen Z that listens to the Word, and then in the middle of the sermon, they can stand up and ask you a question and be like, whoa, what do you mean by that? Uh What I'm trying to say is we must not run away from really engaging their questioning ability. Mm. Because at times, their questioning also questions our depth and conviction in the faith that we are presenting to them. Mm. So at times, let us, and and I'm I'm not going to say the last thing now in this, and say that we know the questions that they are likely to ask. 
some of them are extremely controversial. Some of them are extremely, you know, funny. Like, how can you ask something like that? But let us also not be afraid to ask those questions in certain settings with them and say, what do you think worship is? Mm. Or what do you think... What do you think God's speciality in your life is? You know, and I was dealing with with a Gen Z, uh, a member of the family as well, and I could hear a conversation happening, and <laughs> and she said something strong. She said, and I was just, you know, I was just next door to that conversation. She mm. was having a conversation with, with one of the aunts, mm. and she said, you know, I read the Bible, but I don't necessarily believe everything it says. <gasps> I believe part of it because some of those things are stories. And I could hear the aunt really, you know. Like being me now. Yeah, I think, what? That's not stories. Da, 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 da. So the young lady goes on to leave that part of the room slightly and go and make a cup of tea to come back and engage in the conversation. And then I hinted to the aunt. I said, Auntie, maybe you should ask her, has she accepted Jesus Christ as a Lord and personal mm, Savior? Mm. All this shenanigans of uh, arguing in the context of the reality of Scripture or not, leave that for later. Because when you encounter Jesus, you will not argue the reality of who he is. You are probably, for lack of a better word, dealing with a child or mm. a Gen Z who never stood and experienced the change of who Jesus is. Of who Jesus brings into their life. You know, I'm going to see that is, um, I'm trying hard to find uh, a situation, you know, in my own uh, youth where uh, uh, even after having experienced Christ, I still did not believe the word. And, and, this, and, and what you're saying is 100%. Uh, yeah. That personal experience and encounter with Jesus is, is, the, is the main decider, you know, um, yeah. because... Look, I, I think perhaps for the for the sake of children who may be listening to us right now, Gen Zs, th- that encounter with Christ it counters um, any any inclination to doubt, to 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 explain, to intellectualize, to you know, um, it, it 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 moves beyond context. It doesn't matter. You know, whether you hear Jesus being preached from a tape from 1969, it will yeah. still be relevant now. Mm, that's really powerful. Yeah. That's really yeah. powerful. Um, and and that brings us really, Mfundisi, to um, our conversation today uh, where we are seeking after decluttering the wine skin so that yeah. the wine is not contaminated. And, and I just want to say this, Mfundisi, that, that, that I do think that we need to explore a little bit more, you know, yeah. um, that element of the changing medium um, of the gospel. I think let's look into that, man, because that is uh, sort of uh, leaving some people out of the whole loop, so to speak. I think there's something Mm. happening there uh, that needs to be studied so that we can be able to explain it and not just allow it to happen organically, you know? Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah. So today, uh, decluttering. You uh, decluttering. <laughs> let me share. Let me share a funny story with you the other day. Yeah. You know. So I cluttered my house, and I. You know when you clutter your place, and, they all, uh, uh, and mm-hmm. then you can feel that now you are cluttering. You, yeah. Like yeah. you know what you're doing, right? But you're doing it anyway mm. because, for whatever reason, I, for me, I was just not feeling like like being tidy okay so i'm busy cluttering and cluttering and cluttering 
And then now I'm tired of the clutter. And so I then try and psych myself. Okay, Ander, we need to clean this house. We need to clean this house. And then I start cleaning. And I'm still cleaning. And I started a couple of days ago. The point that I'm making on Fundisi here is that um, sometimes we want the decluttering process, you know, to be an event. And yet sometimes it is indeed a process, right? Yes. And one, yes. one, one of the virtues that are required um, in that process is that we not be patient only with the process, but also with ourselves. 100%. So that we don't give up, you know, um, before time. And we don't give up on what it is that the Lord is actually doing. 100%. 100%. I was saying this to someone and I yeah. said, um, we, we need to move away from expecting God to change our situations mm. without changing us. My prayer mm. should not be kept on, Lord, change what I'm going through. Mm. Also change who I am as you change what I'm going through for the betterment of what you have called me to. And when we talk about having patience with yourself, mm. At times, let the Lord work on you before, for lack of a better word, he works for you. So I sit in a position where I'm saying, Lord, change me, work on me, do this. And if we study the scriptures, we'll realize that before God allowed wine to flow from the wine skin, which are servants of the Lord, Mm. he changed them first. Uh, Abraham. Leave your father's country. Mm. Leave your father's house. Only then I will bless you. I will make you a, your name great. I will make you a blessing. Change first. Then you will see the change around what you're going through. Noah, become a laughing stock mm. first. Before the people that think you're crazy, you have lost it. Change first. Man, Gideon, lose 300, well, 31,700 men mm. because I only need you with 300. Change first. Mary, I understand you are, you are, you know, a virgin and all of that, but I want you to finish off verse number 38 of Luke chapter number one, where the Bible says, Let it be to your maidservant according to your word. Change first before mm. I can use you. So, in other words, the for the, the flow of the wine, the coming out of the wine, we must understand that we have a responsibility to declutter before we can actually release everything that God has given us. And lastly, mm. I want to say to you, in your example of, the, of your house, you mm. know, and cutting, we all do that. We all do that. Ain't it amazing that when you have to move, you realize how much junk you have in your house? <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When you have to move, mm, you realize, mm. my God. And when you even ask, how did I fit all of these things in this house again? Mm, mm, Remind mm, me mm, again. Mm, mm. Now, here it is. The problem with that was that you adapted to a situation you should have dealt with before it became what it beca- what it did become. Mm, so mm, 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 you adapted to the lower standard of living or lesser space of living in your household that you did not see it as clutter. You saw it as your life, as your home. Mm. 
mm-hmm. it, it is mm-hmm. what it is, mm-hmm. you know. And it is where it is. And I want to say that this year, as we wrap up this conversation in this first month of the year, this year, man, you cannot live around the situations you should take out of your house. You cannot live around the issues you should get rid of. You cannot live around that anger. You can't live around that hate. You can't live around that grudge. You can't live around. You cannot live around the things you should get rid of. Your life has not been called for you to live substandard or sub sub whining, for lack of a better word. You know, because where you have been called to is far much greater. But you need to declutter and get out some of those things. And when we're done today, I want anybody that is listening to us, everybody that is listening to us, ask themselves, what is limiting my full functionality in what God has called me to to do? What is the clutter that is delaying me to release what what I need to be able to release? Sure, Fundisi, that is... um that is that is really helpful sometimes we know exactly what the limitations are but the issue is trying to get out of it um yeah yeah i mean what are some of the readily available means and ways that have been made available for us in scripture there's a couple of those um uh, and 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 um, which ones would you point us to I love that question, and I'm going to enjoy answering that question. <laughs> There's a review coming, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> For the first time ever in this show, there's no rebuke. Okay, maybe maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Luke chapter number 15, um, you know, the parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep, mm-hmm. the parable of the lost mm-hmm. or the prodigal son. The son comes. And when he comes, he says to his father, give me all that belongs to me. Give me my inheritance, you know, all the way from verse number 25. And, he, and the Bible says that he says, give me my inheritance. He says, give me my inheritance. When he receives his inheritance, the next thing he does is he leaves his father's house. And that is where I want to start. Sure. He leaves his father's house. He leaves his father's house. Can I put it to everybody that is listening to me right now? The father did not have a problem giving the son the inheritance because he released it. He gave the son the inheritance. He did the calculations and he gave the son the inheritance. But listen to me very well. Had the son stayed in the father's house even with the inheritance, Mm. he would have quadrupled or maybe doubled or maybe grew the inheritance. Now, why am I saying that? Mm. Because the father that gave you knows how to grow what he gave you. That is why he could give you what he gave you. Mm. So there was, there was absolutely no way he could, he could give you what he did not grow. The way, the way he had, he had uh, or rather the ability he had to be able to give you what he could grow was telling you that if you stayed with him, you could grow what he gave you. Mm. In other words, what I want to say is even after you have received your blessing, stay with the Father. Mm, 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 even mm, after mm, you have received your blessing, your blessing, stay with the Father. Mm, mm, even mm, after mm, you have received your blessing, even after you have received your power, mm, even after you have received your next anointing, stay with the Father. Mm, what is the first thing we should do? Stay with the Father despite how you have been answered. 
Stay with the Father despite what you have. Stay with the Father despite how you have received what you've been praying for for the last 20 years, for the last 10 years. Second thing, the Bible says that the, the son then packed up and he left. He went to a far away country. <laughs> this is important. He went, yeah, he went, hey, not, not just any country, but a far away country. <laughs> a far away country, right? And the Bible says he went on and he spent all that he had. But interestingly so, he, he goes to a far away country because it's almost like he feels like what the father gave him, the father still wants to control. The father is not interested in that. There is more from where in that the comes father's from. house, come on. Yeah, mm. there's more in the father's house. But here is my second submission to you. When he went to a faraway country, he went without the principles of the father. Mm, 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 mm. More the covering. <laughs> There we go. Mm, there we go. Mm, mm, right? Mm, mm. So he went without the principles of the Father. In actual sense, in any season of your life where you find yourself in this year, try by all means to still think like God thinks. Mm, mm, try by all means mm, to still carry the DNA and the attitude and the heart of the Father that even when you are in a faraway country, you know you know how the father would do his business. Mm. You know how the father would do his thing. Okay, let me maybe bring it to a practical space. You are going to have a difference with your sister-in-law, with your brother-in-law, with your father-in-law, or with your own blood sister or, or brother. You are going to encounter something within this year. Always ask yourself, how would the father handle this? Mm, 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 mm. If I handle it like the father, I will get results like the father. Oh, my God. If I know sure. what the Father will That's do, hectic. I will get the results that the Father gets. Mm. Ah. And number is this may be my, my, curtail, my, my curtaining one, mm. um, is to say the following. The Bible says that when he was in the far country and he spent all that he had, mm. he went and he, he became a servant to one of the people of that country. And when he became a servant to one of the people of that country, when he was sitting on his own, the Bible says he came back to his senses. Mm -hmm. And he said, my father has got servants. Mm -hmm. My father, I will go back and become one of his servants. But here it is. He came back to his senses and he says, I will stand up and go back to my amen, father. Amen, amen, amen. When you have come to your senses, don't stand persist up. in sin. Stand up and yeah, no, no, no. Don't sit there and just say, I thought it. No, mm. stand up. Stand up and go. Stand up mm, and mm, find mm. yourself in that space. Stand up and go back to the Father. And I want to say to somebody as we are you know, curtaining this conversation, mm. as you are there and you have realized the error you have made, and you have realized the, you know, the, the mess you have made in how you have treated your Father and how you have dealt mm, with your Father, mm, mm. stand up. Go back. Go back to your father's house. When you realize how you have not handled it right, stand up. Mm, Go mm, back. Mm, mm. When you realize how you did not handle that relationship, that friendship, that conversation, stand up. Go back. The father still has room for you. Mm. The father still has space for you. 
the Father still has a moment to spend with you. In fact, you must know that the Father is waking up every morning and looking to see if you are coming back. The Father still has room for you. I know you feel like you're the worst person in the world. I know you feel like you don't deserve any grace. You don't deserve any mercy. I know you feel like you are the disastrous Christian that everybody says you are because of the mess that you have created or the mess you have encountered. But I want to say to you, the Father did not destroy your room, did not destroy your mansion. It's still empty. He still is waiting for you. And the greatest thing you will realize when you come back is that he will cover you before the servants see you like themselves he will cover you he will embrace you and he will keep you in what he has called you to be because the father still has room for you yeah so amen uh, but amen anyway you that's hectic, Mfundisi. Um, no, thank you so much. Um, and I just want to say this, Mfundisi, that may the words that you have just spoken, you know, resonate um, in your life, yeah. in your context. Um, and may that room, you know, uh, and, and then this is not speaking to, to rebellion or anything, but may room, you know, be made. May, may we, may our eyes be open to the room that is available for us in our Father's yeah. house. Uh, yeah. Lini G, you know, totally agreeing. Amen. This is God talking to me. She says, this is God talking to all of us. My sister, um, Fundisi, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. So how we overcome our limitations is not to run away from the Father, but to run That's to it. the Father um, in spite it. of what we've done and where we have been. Fundisi, this has been an amazing 31 days, let me tell you. And thank you so much for having been available to keep us in there. I think for some of us, even when we felt like we were slipping, you know, on a Wednesday afternoon, we know that there's a revival coming. And so we and we don't take it for granted. Truly, we don't. Um, We don't take it for granted. Uh, And so we'll we'll see you in February. I think let's begin February on a very Gen Z-ish type of, you know. Most definitely. Yeah. And just look at the Gen Z's, try to understand them, you know, and try to see how. Uh, how this gospel ought to be kept in its purest form, the wine, uh, in spite of the changing requirements of the wine skin. Let's see how to yeah. preserve the wine anyway. Bless you so much, Mfundisi, and thank you for your time. Awesome stuff. I, maybe before we go, yes. here's an invitation to every parent that's listening to sure. us mm. that invite your Gen Z's, let them tune in next week and throw us with all those questions as we build up and we change February to February. Which is in celebration of the Gen Z. Of the Gen Z. Yeah, Fundisi. <laughs> is there now? Are you doubting why I always go all dramatic? Yes. <laughs> this is the reason why I'm always so dramatic when I welcome you, because this is the kind of Murudi you are. I'll tell you what, yes, Fundisi. Actually, um, yes. maybe let's just say a prayer because we're crossing over to a new yeah. month. Uh, maybe if you can just lead us in a, in a very short prayer. Yeah. You know, in preparation for the rest of um, our afternoon. Precious Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, your word tells us through your servant Solomon that there is a season for everything and a time for every activity mm-hmm. under the sun. And Lord, you said the sons of Issachar had the understanding of the seasons and the times, and they knew what they ought to do or what Israel ought to do. And Father, I pray that, Lord, here we are as your children 
it's the last day of, of, of January. I pray that, Father, you give us understanding of the season that we are entering into into February. You give us understanding of the times and the things we ought, we ought to do, the works we ought to do. Help us, oh God, that we are committed to be able to run this race to your satisfaction, to your honor, and to your glory. And Lord, I pray that every person that was hearing to, uh, hearkening to us this, this uh, afternoon, Lord God Almighty, that they are able to remember and to realize that the Father still has room for them. Embrace that brother, embrace that sister. Let them know that they can come back to the house and still remain a son. They don't have to demote themselves. They don't have to put themselves in a lower level. They can come back and still remain a son in the house. I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful and that you are good. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. And the Lord really bless you. Blessed crossover. Catch up with you um, during February. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Thank you so much. God bless you. (laughs) Oh, February it is. My family, there is a name. Just one and a half minutes of that one, Byron Cage, just to help you. You know, take in that word. That was really amazing. Uh, what a wonderful God we serve. Byron Cage, as we cross over to 3 o'clock with Uwam Johan, uh, keeping us company on the other side of 3 o'clock. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.